What's up, you guys, and welcome back to The Tea with Tina. Today, we are going to dive into a spooky Halloween-themed episode that I'm actually really excited to talk about. Um, Halloween is inching closer and closer, and as I am recording this, my husband lined us up with haunted houses pretty much every weekend it's tough to find stuff especially with covid and a lot of things sell out so we're like we're just pre-planning our weekends it's not really our thing we never really have done that before like we never plan that far in advance we usually do like a week out unless it's a big trip but yeah we snagged some haunted house tickets um we're also going to a drive-in that plays like older scary movies so that will definitely be really cool i'm actually terrified this weekend i haven't been to a haunted house in a while um this one's supposed to be like terrifying um there's like four different sections and they take like a half hour to an hour to get through and i was just watching the videos and oh my gosh there's like hay rides and an asylum there's chainsaws chainsaws are like my mortal enemy for haunted houses um they say that they like put the chainsaws on you obviously they don't have a blade on them but like when i hear that noise i'm not thinking about the fact that there's no blade it just oh freaks me out so i'm excited slash scared but you know it's fun so that's what I have coming up for like easing into the fall season here plus the leaves are starting to change where I'm at I'm on the east coast now like east east coast by the water like an hour or two away and so the leaves will kind of change a little bit sooner than when I was back in Pittsburgh so I'm pretty excited for that and I feel like we have real fall weather out here like it feels like a nice cool weather um it just it's really nice so I'm excited (laughs) Um, But today's Halloween spooky episode is actually going to be about Stephen King movies. Now, obviously, all these movies, I'm going to say, well, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't do my research on this one, with an exception to maybe one, I'm not 100% sure, but we're obviously all books at one point, because Stephen King is an author, Um, but a lot of Stephen King's books get adapted into film. And I don't know what it is, especially, excuse me, especially in the 1980s, like Stephen King was at his prime. He lives in Maine. Um, So Maine has that kind of gloomy vibe. A lot of the times his movies take place in Maine. A lot of the times he shows up in his movies. I feel like almost every time he's actually present in his movies and um, playing some sort of minor role. But... um, the vibe in these movies is just, it's great. It's my favorite Halloween type vibe. The way he tells the stories are just so different from everybody else. And I can't describe it. It just makes you feel a certain way. Um, even like when we're talking about like Stranger Things. Stranger Things gives off that Stephen King vibe, but like aesthetically. But there's just something in the actual story that... I love the story, but something doesn't sit 100% right with me. You know what I mean? You can't completely, like, beat Stephen King. There's no way. (laughs) Same thing with the It remakes. He definitely had a hand in, like, doing them. And I think they were pretty decent. Um, But the OGs were just... There's just something about how he tells his stories, how he directs. It's just so good. Also, a little side note... If you have seen this on Netflix, I feel like it was kind of like a downplayed um, TV show 
It was called Lock and Key, L-O-C-K-E and Key. I'm not sure if they these were adapted from, like, books or um, comic books or something like that, but I feel like they were, like, a book series, maybe, like, a teen, young adult book series. And I watched it, and I loved it. Like, I was in love with the way um, it was made without giving away anything. It was about, like, a big house they moved to massachusetts like this family um after the father passes away and this house has all of these keys and these keys kind of do these magical things um and there's someone who wants to steal all these keys and use them for bad but like it was a really good um show season one was finished and i they left it on a cliffhanger like they're gonna do a season two and after i was looking into it it's actually stephen king's son who directs that movie and he didn't want to announce that because he didn't want people to think like have high expectations for that movie or like assume that it's gonna be really good just because Stephen King's son um directed it so I thought that was really interesting because I didn't know that till after watching it and I was like oh that's why it's really good (laughs) so yeah that is uh one show that you could probably definitely try out there but Moving on to the actual Stephen King movies I want to chat with today. These are mostly all older ones. Um, Like I said, I've grown up with, like, older parents. Like, my mom had me when she was 40. So, um, my parents are kind of, like, almost some people's grandparents to some extent with what they watch. I've always grown up with older, like, movies. And even then, my parents still watch stuff before their time. They'll even watch stuff, like, in the 50s. So, um, I've always grown up with that older stuff. My mom loves Stephen King. I feel like what woman doesn't love Stephen King? Um, she would always read all the books. Um, she loves her murder mysteries. I feel like that's such a woman thing. But yeah, so this should be interesting. So, um, first thing that I have is thinner thinner is cool if i were to say anything hold on i'm gonna take a little sip of my alani new that's my caffeine drink of choice this morning but with thinner i would say that it really reminds me of goosebumps i consider rl stein to be like a mini stephen king i don't know if that's what he was going for but like he he reminds me of like or like a child stephen king you know, he writes children's books, but kind of like Stephen King style. I've loved Goosebumps since I could read, probably. I remember my brother and sister had the big Goosebumps collection, and, like, oh, I would, like, dig through them. I would read the stories the best that I could. I love the covers, all the different colors, the weird art, um, the choose-your-own-endings. Oh, I loved it all. But I would say that Thinner reminds me totally of a Goosebumps story. Um, if you want, like, a general overview, these really won't be spoilers. So, this guy is overweight and, you know, like, an overweight businessman, your stereotypical thing. And I think, I haven't seen it in a while, but I think he's very rude to this gypsy woman. And this gypsy woman puts a curse on him. And the curse makes him lose weight. So, he gets thinner. And at first, he loves it, you know. He's like, I can eat whatever I want and I don't gain any weight. This is awesome. I'm actually losing weight. And then it gets to the point, you know, where he keeps getting thinner and thinner and thinner to the point where he looks sickly like a skeleton and he has to find out how to reverse this curse on him. 
Um, so it's a really, like, I like movies like that. I don't know why I'm drawn to things like that, but, um, it's a really good movie. It's a little bit shorter. It's like an hour and a half. Um, so that's something if you want, like, a quick, quick watch that kind of has those Goosebumps vibes. Really good. Second movie, another classic with my girl Kathy Bates is Misery. Um, my mom, like, absolutely loves this one. And it's, it's so good. Um, Kathy Bates still, like, crushing it in American Horror Story, bringing the vibes. Um, but basically, this one is, there's a writer, and he's driving in a bad snowstorm, and his car wrecks. Um, well, Kathy Bates finds him and brings her, him back to her, like, cabin. And she, quote-unquote, nurses him back to health. Well, um, it's kind of like a Gypsy Rose situation. (laughs) Um, she makes him more sick with, like, what she feeds him. Or she'll, like, break his legs. And just to keep him there because she never wants him to leave. And you'll see if he actually leaves. Or maybe not. You just gotta watch it. But it's good. It's really good. It's one of those, um, it's one of those movies for sure. Now that we're talking about it though, like, I feel like they are, like, kind of starting to bring these shows back, like, this kind of style, but I feel like they haven't had this style of movie in a really long time, or maybe I'm just not looking for them, but, like, no, I want to say no bigger name. Like, yes, there'll be certain ones that are, like, psychological thrillers, but they're not the same as this. Like, um... What was the one? I don't even remember the name of it. I'm going to butcher it, so I'm not even going to talk about it. But, like, just a lot of the movies, like, they sound good. And then you watch them and you're like, yeah. I mean, they were good, but they're never, like, really good like these guys. They're not, like, classics. They're just kind of, like, one and dones. So, I don't know. But I'm hoping that they're starting to bring these kind of movies back. And maybe be a little bit more original. Or if they do the remakes, like, try not to reinvent the wheel, like, some of them are just god-awful, and it doesn't, it's just terrible, <laughs> but yeah, the OGs are my favorite, so that was Misery, next is Pet Cemetery. again, they did the remake, I have not watched the remake, so I can't give you my opinion on that, but I believe it's on Hulu, I might try to watch it at some point, um, but Pet Cemetery is really good, it's a little bit cornier, but I like it, it's, basically they made a second one too but it's basically about this family that moves in to a place and there's this like old guy um that kind of like some creepy foreshadowing and their cat dies so they bury it um and it actually comes back to life and it sounds great you know you're like oh if you bury your cat here in this like little cemetery behind their house it'll come back to life well Comes back to life kind of like a a zombie, so um, that's fun. And sometimes humans get buried in there too. <laughs> just just side note, um, but it's kind of weird. It's one of those movies, but I liked it. Um, there's not really much more I could say about that without giving it away, I guess. So yeah, that's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> um, next one is it it 1980s version. Sorry guys, like. The new ones are good. I went to the movie theater and watched them. The first It, the newer one, there was people that actually ran out of the theater. Like, a lot of people ran out of the theater at certain points. So, yes, it was scary. Um, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of them were jump scares. 
There were definitely some creepy moments, though. It's just a different vibe. That movie, I feel like the mood is definitely different in the newer version compared to the older version. Um, Again, the older version, I feel like, definitely has more of a Stephen King traditional vibe. Um, I don't even know what to say about this movie. This movie actually did terrify me as a child, though. Um, I remember because I would watch I would watch these things when I was like three or four years old. No shame to my parents. I enjoyed watching them and it didn't really scar me for life. I'm good. But the one part where I won't give away with what, but I guess it is pretty early in the movie. But in blood, there is the word it written and that just terrified the crap out of me. I don't know what it was, but it terrified the crap out of me. Um, that was one of the things that, like, scared me to death. Um, and he just, him as a clown. I'm not afraid of clowns, surprisingly. I know watching that movie, a lot of people developed a fear of clowns, but it didn't really, didn't really creep me out too much. Um, because it isn't just a clown. He uses that to appeal to children. Um, but the lore behind the movie itself is really cool. The book is thick. Thick as hell. Like, super thick. Um... I I think that like the newer movies maybe dug a little bit deeper into like the the backstories of people possibly a little bit and maybe did a little bit more character development. Um but then in other places it lacked. But that's just my opinion. So yeah, it's it's another good one. If if you haven't watched the old one, you got to watch the OG one. It's just it's a different feeling. <laughs> um and there's a part 2. Next one, I actually just got done watching these. I'm very happy. These have like, oh, they're just, they make me happy. Creep show. A lot of people don't know about these. Um, I'm this was the one that I was iffy about if it was a book because in Creep Show one and two, there's two of them. Um, they show like a comic book because there's like parts of the movie that are cartoon and like just for the vibe and like it shows a comic book so I'm not sure if it was ever actually like a real comic book that was produced or they're just teasing that as an idea or maybe it was meant to be a comic book and nothing ever came of it um but they actually also did a recent reboot on the streaming channel Shudder um it's like Netflix, but with scary movies. I have yet to try that. I mean, it's like seven bucks a month. I like pretty much just don't need another streaming service. <laughs> and I love my scary movies, but I don't really watch them throughout the year. You know, I save them for Halloween so I don't get used to them, get bored of them, all that. So I don't really go out of my way to watch them. But I would really like that. It's kind of like a Shutter exclusive. I would really love to like even just do like maybe a free month just to try out and see what that creep show is like. I'm probably now that I'm telling you right now, I'm probably going to look up some trailers of it and see if it's worth it. And if it looks really interesting, I might just uh, try out that free trial. (laughs) But you know, if you watch these movies and you're interested in that, there are new creep show um, episodes, but basically creep show is an anthology, um, which means, you know, small stories that sometimes are interlaced like American Horror Story sometimes they're just stories um these are just kind of random short stories and I love it um I would say they're probably like 20 to 30 minutes each maybe the first one has more stories than the second one but the second one has longer stories um so they have more time to develop it's 
they're really cool they're they're just wild they're again they kind of remind me of goosebump stories like i'm trying to think there's one where like an asteroid hits the ground stephen king actually stars in this one an asteroid hits the ground and um this hillbilly touches it and he starts growing plants on him like they're just weird little stories you know there's monsters there's murder um they're they're good they're like creepy and fun and i think they're not too scary so if you're someone who gets scared easily um this would be one to probably watch because it's like not as terrifying (laughs) um but it's just a good a good vibe like i said between like the cartoon aspect of things and the different stories and how they're a little bit wacky and they're not so serious definitely something that i love and we got two more left guys so the next one is christine oh my god i i feel like i say every single one is my favorite but christine is really good i've watched that so many times i could probably quote it um again it's a book and the adaptation is really good and it's scary but i was gonna say a lot of these aren't like scary they're um i don't really know how to describe them like they're kind of like real life situations with a twist but they're not like jump scares or like oh my god this murder is like you know how like a lot of the scary movies now are very like gory and i've nothing like against that i feel like it's just a certain style or there's a lot of jump scares and you're just like wow this is like scary this is kind of just like eerie creepy like oh like it makes you feel a little uneasy but like nothing crazy um but with christine it's about a car that comes to life and it's kind of oh god i don't want to butcher i want to say it's based in maybe the 1960s 1970s because it's like um it's a 1950s or 60s car model car but i believe it's a little bit of an older car um that gets fixed up but yeah the the car comes to life the guy who owns it kind of becomes possessed by it and it goes around killing people (laughs) it's interesting i really like it though um there is a lot of lore around that movie as well I remember my mom telling me that like there are some discrepancies in the movie and the book she read the book that like the the book it's supposed to be where the car is possessed by like um the guy who used to be in there like who used to own the car and he died in it um so it's possessed by him so there's more of a backstory about it um in the movie they just kind of like play almost like tribal music in the beginning with it and there's also some lore suggesting that it was like had like some sort of ancient curse put on it um but it doesn't really clarify but it's still still a creepy one (laughs) and the last one is actually newer it's only a couple years old and you can find it on netflix i think it's a netflix original but again it's based off a book gerald's game um my one friend told me about this because i've like i've never heard about it and i watched it definitely a thriller definitely realistic with a little creepy twist but like some of it was based off of a true story Ooh, this one's so creepy so um just to give you an overview again this doesn't really like give away anything because the actual creepy part of the movie you kind of already know what happens so this older couple i'd say middle-aged goes up to the cabin early so before anybody's really there and it's like a cabin community of course always go up before anyone's there so something goes wrong nobody's there for help right 
and they kind of mess around. They're trying to save their marriage, and he gets a little, little dirty, handcuffs her to the bed, and they start doing some stuff. He takes Viagra, because he has issues. <laughs> he has issues getting up. And this man has a heart attack on top of her while she's handcuffed to the bed. Oh my god, like, just picture, when I saw that, I was horrified. I was like, oh my god, if this happened to me, like, all the ladies can probably agree with me. If this happened to you, it would be the freakiest thing. Okay, so she's handcuffed to the bed. He's dead. Had a heart attack. What is she gonna do? What is she gonna do? That happens pretty early in the movie, guys, so it's not too much of a spoiler. <laughs> the rest of the movie is is the creepy part. Her trying to basically get out of these handcuffs. And believe it or not, it's for the whole movie. It's one of those cringy things to watch, but it was, it was really good. Um, so, and it's kind of like a twist at the end, too. You're going to like the ending. Like, it, it kind of ties up loose ends, but it it's creepy. So, definitely watch that one. So, if you're, like, into Stephen King, I would say these are, like, my favorite ones. There are tons of Stephen King, like, movies and books and TV shows. Um, so, there's some newer things that he's helped in making, like, um, man, I can't think of the name. Darn it. I'm sorry, guys. There's a show on Hulu that... It's on the tip of my tongue. Castle Rock. Castle Rock. That show is newer. Stephen King had some hand in making it, but it kind of, like, connects all of his movies together. Like, Cujo, It. There's references to everything. Um, I don't believe any of it's, like, really canon, but it just, like, eerily connects all the movies in this kind of world. And... There's some weird mystery stuff going on. I tried to watch it. It For me personally, it felt a little slow. It felt kind of slow to me, and I just couldn't, like, get into it. I couldn't identify with a character that couldn't connect to them, but there's some people who swear by it and love it. And I'm so picky about what I watch, so, I mean, you may like it. If you're a Stephen King fan, you'll probably like it. So, yeah. That would be it for my Stephen King movies, though. Um, I hope you had fun. I just, you know, nothing crazy. I'm not here to necessarily educate you. I'm just here to, we're chatting, we're sharing. I'm, I wanted to share my favorite Stephen King movies. And um, I hope you give one a watch. Let me know if you do. I would love to chat with you, whether I know you or not. Just be like, hey, I watched a Stephen King movie. I'd be like, sick. Tell me how you liked it. Um, also, gotta pop that in there if you really like this podcast please give me a review and um rate it five stars you can only really do this on itunes at the moment i'm hoping spotify allows you to review things soon too because i feel like a lot of people use spotify i use spotify um but yeah it really helps me out just gets my show out to more people again i don't make any money off this i simply do it because i enjoy it and it allows me to connect with you guys um in a non-superficial way. I don't have to be super professional like I more so am on my Instagram, um, more educational. I can talk about more fun topics and we just chat about whatever. So yeah, until then, we're inching closer to Halloween. Have a wonderful week. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on a Monday and I will see you next time.